position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Ryden. Do you copy? You must continue your mission. I've lost all my gear. I need to locate Snake. He was never factored into the simulation. Leave him out of this. I can't do much naked, especially in this temperature. Amen. That's true. You won't be able to attack or enter the hanging mode either. I think Snake has my gear. Raiden, take out Solidus and his men. You must recover Arsenal intact. Colonel, are you under orders from the Patriots? Your role... That is, mission, is to infiltrate the structure and disarm the terrorists. My role? Why do you keep saying that? Why not? This is a type of role-playing game. Oh, yeah. The point is that you play out your part, and I expect you to turn in a perfect performance. Rock on! I just remembered something. What? That I've never met you in person. (laughs) Once. Complete your mission according to the simulation. Defeat! Colonel, who are you? The final! No more questions. We have Rosemary. Weapon! What do you mean by that? Over and out. Metal Gear! Ryden, turn the game console off right now. This what is, did you say? This is so happy to me. Cut the power yes! right now. Do it! What's wrong with you? 
Don't worry, it's a game. Yes! It's a game. Yes! You'll ruin your eyes playing so close to the TV. Oh, thank you. What are you talking about? Brighton, uh, something happened to me last Thursday. When I, I was, was in North American Fall Web when I had I'm a couple my of miles to go. I looked up and saw a glowing orange object in the sky. To the east! It was moving very irregularly. Suddenly, there was intense light all around me. And when I came to, I was home. What do you think happened to me? Huh? Fine. Forget Defeat. it. Defeat the final weapon! You have played the game for a long time. Don't you have anything else to do with your time? Actually, there is something I have been meaning to tell you. I was you a North American Paul Webworm. I think you should know, though. On Saturday morning last week, I saw a guy leaving Rosemary's room. How should I put it? It was like they were intimate. I'm sorry. Sorry to bring this up to you, <laughs> President Baker should be somewhere to the south of where you blasted through the wall. Yeah. Hurry and save him before the terrorists discover, discover his code! Snake. Remember what the doll said. <laughs> the graveyards are full of indispensable, indispensable men. men. You're all alone and surrounded by bad guys. Try to be careful and avoid getting into a fight whenever you can. Words to live by. You wouldn't be trying to give yourself a bogus score <gasps> using some ingenious trick with you. That's just about as low as anyone could possibly stoop. Hacks arising! Believe you sometimes. Your mission is to infiltrate the, the forces Galloway, rescue the hostages, and neutralize Metal Gear. Defeat the final the weapon! Complete. Variety level 13. <laughs> yes! Meryl! 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 Infiltrate. The enemy fortress. Outer, outer heaven. heaven. Destroy the final weapon. Metal, Metal Gear. Metal Gear? I was a North American fall weapon. What were you in your former life? I need Anemone or clematis plants juice can cause a rash. When pruning them, it's a good idea to wear gloves. <laughs> I'm glad we had this time together. North American yes. Those were the good old days. What were you in your former life? <laughs> Actually, I'm in really bad shape by now. <laughs> I paid money to my ex-wife as part of our divorce settlement, among other bills. I just had no choice but to make you pay for lunch the other day. For reals, man. I'm really sorry. For real. Even my patience has its limits. I just can't leave this thing up to you anymore. That's right. I'll do the fighting. You can just go home. Fucker! You got a PSG-1? You can use that against Sniper Wolf. Hurry up and save Meryl. Meryl! I hear it's amazing when the famous purple stuffed worm in Flapjaw's <laughs> face with the tuning fork does a raw blink Click on, on Harry Carey Rock. I need scissors 61. <sighs> Variety level 7. Oh, yeah. Shoot down the space invaders. Training will have to be postponed if we are invaded by you. Fucking UFOs. A, good point, man. Snake, there's a fort in the conveyor belt. 
The machine is automatically sorting cargo according to some system. Take a good look at the device. FedEx I man, it's holidays. That someone who has committed all those twisted acts in the woman's yeah. bathroom would make it this far. Well, this is the end of the world. Okay, hello and welcome to episode 62 of the Best Linux Games Podcast being recorded for you. Ah, gentle listener, this is being recorded for you on 2016-01-01 at 5.01 a.m. Pacific time. Um, Happy New Year! This is uh, New Year's Day, and uh, we have, like, so I should probably explain what that completely non-sequitorial and, well, frankly, shameful and wasteful, um, and also, quite frankly, completely fucking psychotic, um, I don't know what to call that, episode, freak out, um, Audio symbolic collage of the fucking Vietnam that has been my life for the last three weeks. Make it stop, man. Make it stop. Um, okay. So we have so much to get to in this episode. And I, I, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say it. I am way out of my mind right now. Um, but when I sat down to prepare for for this week's show, it occurred to me that this particular episode of the Best Linux Games podcast is very much like that super incredible, double unthinkable totally impossible unlockable final boss form of the last boss transformation form um from the very end of the best ending of a role playing game where literally as it's happening you're like no fucking way I've just spent the last 16 fucking hours or 12 hours of my life fighting different forms of this final boss, getting my ass handed to me, and I have persevered for I am the emissary of a noble and, you know, etc. People, etc. And now... You're going to show me after like already starching my underwear with lie and making me sit naked in the snow while school children shoot paintballs at me on Christmas Eve in front of my true love during homecoming week. Oh, wait, that was all an hallucinogenic. So that's what we're going to do, game. That is exactly what 
this particular episode of Best Linux Games Podcast is like, um, to wit, defeat the final weapon, Metal Gear. <laughs> so, I, I try not to ever, re- well, it, better way of saying it is, in general, I try to avoid getting inside baseball, um, you know, during an actual episode of the show about, you know, the fucking technical, you know, aspects of producing and scheduling the show. But this year, through just like, I swear to God, it was like some sort of demonic, sadistic, synchronistic fucking form of intellectual corporal punishment for for whatever reason, the way that this year's particular holiday season uh, shook out, starting basically from Thanksgiving, going all the way to now, and by shook out, I mean the, the days on which, the days of the week on which certain holidays fell, combined with just like a magnificent magnificently insane um counter melody uh and contrapuntal um pressure cooker endless revolving door of bonus damage pain that ultimately the way that the steam that, that steam and valve have ended up structuring their year end sales it, it's been fucking absurd like the amount of i mean and right now this episode being recorded on this glorious New Year's Day, which has been a really crazy New Year's Eve for me, is the last challenge (laughs) that must be completed before I can take a fucking breath. And, I mean, like, oh, it's so many games over the last eight weeks. So many sales, so many holidays, so many episodes falling on (laughs) those holidays. Oh, and yes, I will be the first to admit it. Mistakes have been made. I am but one person producing this entire fucking show. Um, and I do my best to, you know, But, frankly, right now, at this moment, I, I am annihilated at the moment. Like, there's just not a shred of sanity left. But, we do have, actually, a really good show, and I mean this honestly, we have a really good show for you. We, um, have, uh, a miniature, because I mean, like, fuck. This is 5.30 in the morning, New Year's, 
<laughs> New Year's Day. <laughs> and here I am trying to cram 30 items <laughs> into an episode of the podcast, um, including um, a thumbnail sketch of some of the highlights that you could pick up during the Steam Winter Sale. Uh, in all honesty, though, if you really want to... Um... Oh, yeah, by the way, the Steam Winter Sale uh, is currently running... Um, I think now through uh, January 4th. Um, so if you have not already fisted yourself so far up your asshole that your knuckles have exploded out of your pupils um, with just endless, endless, endless tidal waves of um supremely priced uh Linux Linux based video games this season. Here's your basically your last chance and uh we have 13 titles um that we're going to talk about in this 13 deals um in this episode. But if you really want um you know, a basic comprehensive view of uh what games I would recommend you pick up go back and listen to like the last six episodes of the show um yeah that would be a lot of work and a lot of time for you to do and you don't really have that much time left to take advantage of the of the steam winter sale so in spite of my completely thrashed, utterly destroyed, mentally crushed, and, uh, wow, bonus damage time, ladies and gentlemen, in spite of all of that, yes, we will have 13 titles that we have not talked about before and that are exceptional deals that are available during the Steam Winter Sale. But, as always, how is that for our first 18, 19 minutes? Can you tell that I'm out of my fucking mind right now? But after this, I will actually be able to sit down and spend more than, you know, three hours during a week trying to fucking keep up with, like, the new games that keep coming out. I, I, there's been no time, really, to, um, I mean, like, it's t it's been fucking work. Just to get in the amount of time necessary to uh, really play some of the games that we've talked about over the last, you know, especially the last six weeks um, in an informed and, you know, what I like to think of as generally accurate um, and uh, responsible, you know, critical perspective. Anyway, so there we go. 20 minutes of total fucking madness, but this is the finish line. Oh, I'm giddy at the scent of the barn. So, let's do our top stories, because we actually do have, uh, fuck, a lot of shit to cover in our top stories. So, first of all, um, as you may recall, on, uh, Christmas Day, you can't get sore, your fellow man, you must adore, uh, 
on Christmas Day of uh, last year, 2015, uh, low those many weeks ago, um, you may recall that uh, the Steam store, depending on when you tried to jump on the Steam store and where in the world you actually were located and which server, you know, ended up spitting out uh, the content for, you know, either in the client or in uh, your browser, um, you may recall that the Steam store was completely shut down for most of that day. In fact, I gave up trying to check right after I finished recording the uh, update um, for our best of 2015 that included, like, you know, the rant about Saints Row 4. Um, after I put that to bed, I stopped trying to update it, um, and I was getting nothing. Like, I was, <laughs> there was, like, literally a blank page in my browser when trying to go to steam-powered anything.com. So, there was a lot of supposition that, um, the, uh, threats of certain hacker groups that had been, the ominous threats that had been, uh, leveled against, uh, both, um, Valve and, and Steam and, uh, the PlayStation 4 network, um, during the three days, three or four days leading up to, uh, Christmas Day, um, had somehow come true. Other people also reported that, before the Steam store was completely shut down, that they were seeing in their account information pages the information from other people's accounts. Well, Valve just recently, uh, in a very responsible and I think very timely and very clear, concise, and I, I'm it's te pretty technically solid, issued the following statement about what happened. And no, but before I read this to you, it should be made clear that um, basically uh, your information was not compromised, harvested, hacked, etc. Um, there was no uh, breach of, you know, uh, Steam, Steam's database of, you know, your account information, credit cards, and stuff like that. Here's what actually happened. And this is, I'm reading verbatim from, uh, Valve's, from, a, uh, from a statement Valve released on December 31st, 2015, so, yeah, like, yesterday. Um, here we go. Early Christmas morning, Pacific Standard Time, the Steam store was the target of a denial-of-service attack which prevented the serving of store pages to our users. Attacks against the Steam store and Steam in general are a regular occurrence that Valve handles both directly and with the help of partner companies and typically do not impact Steam users. Uh, by the way, what they mean by partner companies is, you know, sinkholes and basically... Uh, uh, filter uh, services 
designed specifically to mitigate against denial of service attacks. Um, that's what they mean by, I think that's what they mean by partner companies. Uh, okay, so it typically do not impact Steam users. During the Christmas attack, traffic to the Steam store increased 2,000% over the average traffic during the Steam sale. That's a fucking lot of load. Um, even, even, you know, wow, I mean, 2,000, operating 2,000%, I don't care what kind of, uh, you know, it takes, that's some serious, that requires some serious distributed mitigation, as we, we would like to say. Okay, so, in response to this specific attack, um, caching rules managed by a Steam web caching partner were deployed in order to both minimize the impact on Steam store servers, the actual servers themselves, and continue to route legitimate user traffic. Meaning, you know, we tried to queue up what was being accessed most, you know, algorithmically, um, almost like a, uh, uh, what's, what the fuck does Alan Jude always call it? Um, like, see, oh god, I can never remember the acronym. But anyway, um, we queue up what we're serving up most, and we cache it, so that we don't have to keep burning the CPU cycles to actually go retrieve and blah, we, we keep the cache of it. Which, you know, could drastically reduces, um, actual, you know, strain, uh, in general on any network. I mean, fuck, not burning CPU cycles, it sits on the hard drive, it's right there, it's in RAM, probably, actually, for Steam, it's probably in, in, in RAM on their servers, you know, blah, brilliant. And because they're already trying to mitigate against this denial of service attack, this was, a rational good thing to do. And it happens all the time, actually, more or less. So, during the second wave of the denial of service attack, a second caching configuration was deployed. And this is like kind of, you know, I mean, we're running at 2,000% of demand. So, the second wave, I could definitely see even, you know, the steely-eyed... network engineers and system administrators and et cetera um, at Valve on Christmas Day uh, getting a little panicked. So, during the second wave of this attack, a second caching configuration was deployed, which incorrectly cached web traffic for authenticated users. Meaning it would cache what it, what the information that you retrieved after already being authenticated, meaning like, you know, your actual account information, which is not stuff that should ever be cached. Um, that accidentally got cached. This configuration error, and back to what Valve said, this configuration error resulted in some users seeing Steam store responses, which were generated for other users. Incorrect store responses varied from users seeing the front page of the store displayed in the wrong language to seeing the account page of entirely different users other than, you know, your actual user. Um, and this is according to ExtremeTech.com. Uh, 
once Valve, and this is their, these are their words, not mine. Once Valve realized it was under attack, it shut the Steam store down completely, manually reconfigured a new set of caching configuration rules, etc., tested it, then purged all the previous data that had been cached before bringing Steam, the Steam store back online. That's the responsible thing to do. Um, nothing was actually exfiltrated, you know, uh, by hackers or anything. It was a hellish day <laughs> for the folks over at Valve and a very confusing and scary day um, for Steam Store customers. But in all honesty, um, I was just pleased to see so quickly after, you know, what was obviously a very dynamic situation on a very, you know, um, <laughs> on a very busy day <laughs> on a kind of important holiday. Um, I, I was just very pleased that Steam came out with such a clear, um, description of what actually happened and that they had not actually been compromised. So yeah, you know, we fucked up. But we had a lot, we were juggling a lot of balls that day and no, your data is in fact actually safe. So more or less, I mean, you know, always take that stuff with a grain of salt, but I was very pleased. I thought it was a very responsible, um, clear headed and timely response to, um, some of the hysterics that n- not necessarily that I had seen on Reddit, but that I had read from other, you know, demi-large um, gaming news sites that maybe did not necessarily have the uh, <laughs> technical, um, one, the technical details uh, necessary to really put together what the fuck happened uh, into a TikTok for their readers, and two, um, also basically lacked the you know, the, the legit, um, the legit technical knowledge to, even if they had those pieces of information, to, uh, report them responsibly. I saw some pretty crazy, harried leap on this, cause it's hot news caliber, um, wild suppositions masquerading as blah. And I'm just glad that we can all get past that bullshit. And kudos to Extreme Tech for putting de- putting this article together. This is um the byline on this is December 31st, 2015 at 12.33 p.m. I don't know if that's uh, Pacific time or what. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, New Year's Eve. So good job, Extreme Tech. E-X-T-R-E-M-E-T-E-C-H. So... There is the end of the Steam store outage on uh, Christmas Day. Second of all, once again, Happy New Year. Happy New Year's Day. And I would like to start off this new year, 2016, with an earnest prediction that this whole New Year thing is a complete fad. It's the new hotness. And I bet you that it is just a passing trend. 
and that it will soon be forgotten. So yes, there you go. You heard it from me, James Ernestine Kitlaw. New Year, just a fad. Um, okay. We talked about the winter sale, which we'll get to in our deals. Um, I also want to just take one second here and announce that, um, we have launched in earnest, but we'll be rolling out. Um, I mean, it's up and working now. Uh, a Patreon page. Um, the donations from which go towards both the Best Linux Games podcast as well as um, my YouTube videos at large, which are basically, you know, stride piano and uh, traditional jazz, but all sorts of, you know, blah, and um, et cetera. Uh, I know, don't worry about it right now because, fuck, we just barely made it by the skin of our teeth out of this magnificent Vietnam-esque gauntlet that we <laughs> like, that we in, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, the quote-unquote civilized Western first world countries like to call the holiday season. Um, so, you know, <laughs> everyone's strapped for cash. Don't worry, but I did want to mention uh, that we do have a Patreon page and, uh, you know, we would, I mean, we'd be, I would be delighted if, um, if you jumped on there. Uh, but we're not pushing that yet. Okay, I think that's probably the best way of saying it so far. Um, and by the way, that's patreon.com forward slash S-E-T-H-B-A-R-K-A-N. Um, and that's our Patreon page. So cheers, check it out, whatever, you know, if you feel up to it, if you're feeling daffy, you sick fuck. Then uh <laughs> hit that up. And finally, in our top stories, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that uh over the last four days, I've been playing some Counter-Strike Go, again with good old friend of the show, Fagledorf. And uh I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I do want to say, I still haven't gotten it to work on my uh my main gaming rig. This is Actually, I, I had to go um, and play it off of my, you know, Demi NAS, which is hooked up to my TV. Um, but uh, I, I, I really want to say for the record that Counter Strike Go has now finally been rendered into basically what is a nearly completely unplayable mess that seems to defy. Even the most ardent and devoted and patient and idiotic even um, members of their fan base seems to defy even them um, from actually being able to love or enjoy any aspect of the game. If it, if it doesn't thwart you with um, one insane, nonsensical... Uh, bad design decision um if 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 that decision doesn't piss you off or really significantly detract from your enjoyment of the game then don't worry give it another three seconds and you'll see over the past like i guess four or five months man 
they have, whoa, they have gone to town in terms of implementing really wide-reaching, tremendously awful ideas. Um, And I'm not even talking about, like, the way that they tried to balance uh, rifles and shit, which they have a blog post, which is frankly embarrassing to read. Um, and I wish I hadn't even seen it where they're like, yeah, okay, this was a terrible idea. And we went way too far and it was really bad. And <laughs> I mean, it's really embarrassing to, to, to read a developer actually, you know, and, uh, and then go through this delusional semantic um shell game with their own intellectual honesty as they try to basically say well we've rolled it back but now we're rolling it back out again and yeah it's a horrible idea and not only do we know that it's bad we have metrics that prove that it's bad but we're not going to stop doing it. I mean, that's just, that's, that's horrendous. Um, but really, really my big problem with Counter-Strike Go now is the way that they have completely butchered anything even resembling the single crucial, um, thing that, that brought me back to Counter-Strike and got me in, it got me excited enough to play Counter-Strike Go. They have basically destroyed um, I mean, in numerous, numerous, numerous concrete and very visible and very real ways, they have destroyed, um, their matchmaking system and have completely, uh, what do you call it? Um, and have completely, uh, whatever they had built, however flawed, but working-ish, uh, whatever they had built with their ranking system over, you know, the past iterations of CSGO, they have completely obliterated um, to the point where it's a horrendously frustrating um, nonsensical mishmash of garbage, bullshit, and uh... (laughs) anyway, so yeah, if you were looking for something to piss you off um, and you formerly liked Counter-Strike Go and maybe have stayed away, f- took a break for a couple of months or whatever, jump on it now. You, you will never need to shave your pubes again because they will spontaneously combust from the hatred and fury. Uh, wow, that's an interesting image. So yeah, CSGO... I have no fucking idea what the hell they think that they're doing, and yeah, frankly, especially speaking as someone who, you know, has developed, like, fairly large software projects, um, you know, we're talking, like, 18-month-long kind of fucking things, non-trivial, um, multi-million dollar system kind of shit, to read To read the statement that they put out about the rifles, it was just embarrassing. It's like, wow. Wow. So, yeah. 
Rest in peace, CSGO. At least for, for me, for the not just foreseeable future, but I, you won't see me on there, um, anytime soon. So there we go. That that's those are all of our top stories. Let's hit up the new and noteworthy. We uh, we'll, we'll go through our new and noteworthy games fairly quickly uh, this week. Um, Let's see. Okay, yes. One game that I really want to hit on this week. Here, I'm just going to give you the new the new and noteworthy titles that I had marked down in my notes to mention this week. I won't even describe them. Go check out these titles cuz I don't want this show to this episode to be, you know, an hour and a half long. I mean, we've had like 3 episodes that have gone on at least double length in a row. I'm tired, and I can taste, (laughs) I can taste actually having a weekend and then a whole week to actually dig into some serious games and stuff, Um, but I do want you to check out uh, these games that that caught my eye, uh, whether or not they're, in fact, brand new and noteworthy or just um, new to Linux on Steam. Immaterial, and then I want to talk about one of these games in particular, which I've I've had a great time playing. Uh, first of all, is a uh, rogue like I know, um, side-scrolling platformer 2D uh, that is kind of expensive. It's like I think ten bucks right now. It's called The Madness of Little Emma, E M M A. That looks like it has some interesting things going for it. Um, I think it's still in early access, but a lot of people who have played it. Um, even those who semi-begrudgingly, um, have admitted that, yes, it's another, you know, not that original concept of a game, but, uh, I think one of the quotes that, shit, I don't have the page open right now, but one of the quotes that one of, uh, the reviewers, um, who commented on it went something like, yeah, you know, it's not the be-all and end-all of inventiveness, but... What it does, it does rather well, and et cetera. So if you're looking for, and I, I, I kind of liked, um, I kind of liked the uh, scale at which uh, the 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 game presents its two dimensional screens. Check it out. Looks kind of hard. Blah. Then we have. Actually, a really popular game called Grow Home, um, which is also in our deals section. Hang on. Um, And I bought Grow Home a couple of days ago, but I have absolutely, I've had absolutely no time to uh, boot it up. Um, I'm trying to get my Steam client here to work so I can actually give you their description of their game uh wow oh god here we go awesome okay grow home that's g-r-o-w space h-o-m-e uh the developers describe it as um experience the freedom of unbounded climbing as you take control of bud a procedurally animated robot on a quest to save his planet Create your own path through an alien world as you control and ride a giant plant 
on a vertical journey to the stars. This came out February 4th, 2015. Absolutely go look at their video for Grow Home. Um, because everything that I just read, in terms of their description of it, is basically very accurate. It is a bizarre and I can't wait to get into this game. Um, it's been at the top of my list for like the last four days. So let's grow home. Then, uh, we have a game that I kind of want to say I had looked at with lustful eyes when it was only available for Windows, but I'm not entirely sure if that's absolutely true. Um, this is called Vagante, V-A-G-A-N-T-E, and they bill it as an action-packed platformer that features permanent death and procedurally generated levels. I mean, have we heard this before? Um, play cooperatively, local co-op only, with friends or adventure solo in this challenging roguelike inspired game. Now, Vagante, though, has an entirely unique visual style, and it looks like Everyone, by the way, really likes this game. It came out December 16th, 2014. It's still in early access, but so far, uh, the reviews have been very positive, 416 reviews. And now it is at least available for SteamOS and Linux. And it is uh, 10% off right now until January 4th. It's $13.49. So check it out if you're... This looks like... This is a roguelike that absolutely stuck out from the pack of the, you know, morass of, you know, the endless weekly onslaught of, uh, I I swear to God, it seems like the roguelikes are actually, um, rogue-like generating themselves (laughs) at this point. Um, there are so many, uh, it just seems to be constant. Um, so yeah, there's a tip to developers, by the way, if, even if your game is a rogue- like or procedurally generated game, don't put that in your fucking copy anymore because no one wants to hear it. Um, okay, so that's Vagante. I don't know if it's pronounced Vagante, like Vagina, or, um, anyway, it's V-A-G-A-N-T-E. Uh, definitely worth checking out. Um, speaking of definitely worth checking out, uh, there is a detective game. It looks like a point and clicker, but with significant, um, 3D rendered, uh, cinematic sequences and, um, etc. Not exactly entirely sure what the gameplay is like. Um, but I do know that it's not just another visual fucking novel. Um, and it has full voice acting and it looks great. Um, from a stylistic perspective, and it's gotten high, high praise for, um, the quality of, uh, the actual narrative that, um, that it places you in the center of. It's called Blues and Bullets, and specifically, I'd like to recommend that you take a look at Blues and Bullets Episode 1, which right now is on, like, a ridiculous sale, um... I think it's like $2.99. Uh, 
Uh, there are currently five episodes, and I think that like that all five of them compress like a season. And right now, uh, on the winter sale, I think that you can get all five of them for eleven dollars and ninety nine cents or something like that. Now through Ju- now through January fourth, but um, I I just noticed this game at three thirty this morning. Um, so yeah, I picked up just the first installment. At two bucks, I mean, check out the video for Blues and Bullets, uh, episode one. I think you'll be very impressed and will find, might find it, uh, to be a very compelling addition. If, especially if you're looking for an adventure, you know, point and clicker detective adventure game. Uh, basically it takes place in an alternate, um, history, uh, with you as Elliot Ness. Um, and Al Capone, you're, you're not both, you're Elliot Ness, I think. Um, and it's a whole different, um, things, Capone doesn't go away for, uh, tax evasion, blah, and Elliot Ness isn't quite the squeaky clean good guy, uh, that, you know, films like The Untouchables and et cetera make him out to be. It is... I mean, it's got style points up the asshole, and, you know, I'm sitting here wearing uh, a custom-made-for-me um, maroon pork pie 1879-style uh, hat. And I'm also wearing a suit and a vest. So, yeah, and I'm a stride pianist. So, uh, Blues and Bullets, episode one, really caught my eye. Check it out. Okay, and now we're going to just blitzkrieg you through our 13 deals of the Steam Winter Sale. And uh, just to make sure that we are factual and accurate... The thousands of games in the Steam Winter Sale, blah, blah, blah. The sale ends January 4th at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Currently, it is 6 o'clock in the morning on January 1st, Pacific Standard Time. So you basically have under three days to pick any of these up. So here we go. Our Blitzkrieg tour. I'm not even going to basically talk about... Oh, shit. I forgot to talk about the game that in our new and noteworthy that I really want to talk about. Um, it's called Road Redemption. This is an awesome game. If you remember Road Rash, or even better, Road Rash 2 for the Sega Genesis, Road Redemption is a procedurally generated um, re... What do you... Uh, play alike to the old Road Rash games, only it's, I would say, it's significantly better in basically every single way. And it's still in early access. Road Redemption, it's, oh man, I've had, I've had so much fun playing it, um, these last three days. I think Road Redemption right now is on sale for like, let's see, do I have it? Yes. In our deals, Road Redemption right now through, all of these, by the way, all of our deals this week and on January 4th. Road Redemption is 50% off at $9.99. And even though it's still in early access, if you like 
motorcycle if you if you've ever played Road Rash and really loved it go fucking get Road Redemption you can thank me later um yeah i mean you're going to have just a blast uh and if you have no idea what Road Rash was and Road Rash 2 specifically um and also the the um third Road Rash was really good and then the one Road Rash that came out uh that they came out for that they released for the PC, which is significantly later. Um, I want to say that was like a Windows ninety five era game. That was probably the best out of all of the Road Rashes, in my humble opinion. Um, but uh, anyway, Road Rash um, placed you on a bike with numerous weapons, um, just enough. Uh, complexity and uh, well, capabilities in terms of your moves and techniques to make things easy to pick up but also provide hundreds of hours of incredibly, incredibly fun um, uh, combat-oriented uh, motorcycles. Whoa, that scared the shit out of me. Motorcycle um, racing slash combat. Uh, yeah. So, check out Road Redemption. Highly recommended. Um, as soon as, you know, as soon as uh, I can, I will have a full review, even though it is in early access. I think I've logged... Actually, okay, fine. We're going to go check. Road Redemption. Road Redemption. How much time have I spent playing you? Yeah, I managed to log one one point two or one point one hours. Uh, you know, and that's you know the last ten days. That is a crazy huge amount of time um, for me. So Road Redemption. All right, now for the deals, and maybe we'll get out of here in under an hour. Ivor Molina, by the way is duct tape to his chair um and he uh he's blinking emphatically uh wishing everyone a happy new year happy and healthy so our deals sans music first of all broken age 75% off $6.24 badlands game of the year edition check this one out 75% off 74 cents uh, Star Wars, uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2, The Sith Lords. Great, great role-playing game, older game, but I, I thought it was a massive improvement over the first, um, RPG, and it's got lots of lightsabers, so if you just seen the new Star Wars, you want to get some Star Wars gaming on in your fucking 100% pure free and open source GNU slash Linux environment. I hardly recommend Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2 The Sith Lords 70% off at $2.99. Then XCOM Enemy Unknown and pay attention XCOM Enemy Unknown that is the one that runs on Linux etc. One of my favorite games that I've played over the last year XCOM Enemy Unknown 75% off at $7.49. Excellent game. Um then there's Chivalry, an old f- favorite of uh, this show um, that we haven't talked about uh, 
hardly we haven't even mentioned it i don't think uh for several months chivalry the hack and slash first person i mean a masterwork of a game uh multiplayer blah um chivalry 90 percent off at two dollars and 49 cents then there's door kickers d-o-o-r-k-i-c-k-e-r-s one of my favorite games um from the last from last year uh, which is a top-down, um, planning-focused uh, SWAT tac- small-unit tactical um, uh, siege and hostage blah. It's, it's an awesome game. Door Kickers, 80% off at $3.99. Um... Then there's Distance, which made, I think, yeah, if memory serves, made our list of 10 best games, uh, from 2015 for Linux. Distance, D-I-S-T-A-N-C-E, which is still in early access, but it is 50% off at $9.99. So if you're looking, um, for a unbelievable, futuristic, psychotic, awesome, actively being developed, um, <laughs> you know, racing game, kind of, uh, with its own, uh, complete level editor. Um, check out Distance. And it's got a f- huge community behind it. Lots of, uh, levels and expansion shit being released, uh, through the workshop for, for Distance at breakneck speeds. Um, so that's Distance, 50% off, $9.99. Grim Fandango Remastered, one of the greatest, um, point and clicker era adventure games, um, of all time. Grim Fandango Remastered is now available for 80% off at $2.99. Um, next game is actually a super important title that I really wanted to highlight, uh, this week, but I have not played it yet. I, I, I purchased it this morning as, as soon as I saw what it was. Skull Girls 2, S-K-U-L-L-G-I-R-L-S. Skull Girls, or uh, Skull Girls, um, is a online, two-dimensional, hardcore, um, like, uh, Dark Stalkers. Was that, was that the name of that, uh, Capcom game where it was all, um, hand-drawn anime? Uh, characters. Anyway, it's like Street Fighter. Um, but this has online multiplayer and is a full on complete traditional 2D, um, you know, uh, fighting game. Um, and there are no other, I mean, there's, uh, Kings of Kung Fu. But apart from that, there are no other games of this type available for Linux. And uh, I think this is also the only one that actually supports online multiplayer. And it looks great. Skullgirls is 80% off. You can get a two-pack. Um, so that would give you one license for you and one license to give to a friend. Skullgirls two-pack is 80% off at $4.99. Or you can get a single license um at you know i think two dollars or whatever 
So definitely check that out. Um, they're... It's Skullgirls and like Kings of Kung Fu. There's the only two um, real fighting games in Skullgirls um, that, that are available for Linux and Skullgirls. Uh, it definitely doesn't have the charming um, and ambitious um, handcrafted, shall we say, Qual- homey quality of Kings of Kung Fu. Skullgirls looks like a legit um looks like just like Darkstalkers. Okay, so then old fan old favorite of the show, Robot Roller Derby Disco Dodgeball. Uh 80% off, $2.99. Um then a game that I every week I keep meaning to talk about, but I keep Getting just subsumed with all this crazy madness. Not a hero, which is a uh, pixel, um, like eight bits, demi eight bit style, um, but really innovative demi side scrolling shooter, kind of like a cross between elevator action with a wicked sense of humor and um, a couple of other titles. I don't see this game going on sale very often, and it. And I've only played it, like, for 20 minutes, but I got it, like, I guess, maybe. I've been trying to talk about this game for, like, two months now on the show, at least. Not a Hero is 60% off at $5.19. Definitely go check that out. Um, because 60% off, $5.19, and I don't see this game that I can remember ever going on sale, and especially not at that uh, steep a discount, and it's I really like that game. Um, so yeah, this might be a golden opportunity. Snap it up. And then finally, a game that I bought this morning and I have yet to play. Melody's Escape. M-E-L-O-D-Y apostrophe S-E-S-C-A-P-E which is like an infinite runner but it actually allegedly has uh, more advanced um, interpretive algorithms uh, that parse your own music tracks um and generate an experience based off of you know your actual music uh and i love those kinds of games i mean realistically only beat hazard and audio surf too but melody's escape right now is 50 percent off at four dollars and 99 cents and i've been waiting for that game to go on sale for quite a while so i picked that up all right that'll do us just it over an hour and next week we will be you know, lean, mean, and 30 fucking minutes long, and I'll have tons of uh, gameplay reports and all sorts of other excitement, and we can get back to a much more less harried, psychotic, and holiday-filled Steam sale, you know, constant onslaught assaulted um pays for the game thank you so much for listening uh happy new year folks we made it and i can't believe that i just i just nailed it i have completed the final challenge i've defeated the final weapon metal gear cheers the best linux games podcast is brought to you by blue wizard is about to die 
now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.